The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Very, very excited to be able to talk to Rolene Marks on our Israel Report. Hello, Rolene. Well, with all the love that I get shown, no wonder I love turning up for High FM. What, what a blessing for me. Well, Rolene, you are a blessing for us, especially on a day like today when there are a lot of protests, a lot of things going on. There's a lot going on in the news in in Israel, so break it down for us about what is going on with the day of disruption or resilience or protest, whatever you would like to call it. Oh, well, it depends on what side of the aisle you, you lie. For some people, it's a day of disruption. For others, it is a day of resilience starting to become a, a, a trend here in Israel. As we speak, the Knesset Constitution Law and Justice Committee begins voting on more than the 27,000 Reservations submitted by opposition members of Knesset against the bill's coalition, against the coalition's, um, bill. This is the reasonable, reasonableness law. It's such a tough one to wrap my tongue around, I tell you. Uh, this is the reason that we're having such strong protests at the moment is, uh, the reasonableness law. Uh, if it goes through in its current draft, in its current iteration, would seriously limit the ability of the Supreme Court to apply what we call the reasonableness standard to decisions made by the government. Sounds reasonable, doesn't it? But it's actually quite complicated. Now, there have been 27,000 reservations that have been lodged uh, against passing this bill, and this is in addition to the massive protests that we have seen across Israel today, and this has been playing out over uh, several weeks. In fact, since the beginning of the year, the judicial overhauls in their current draft, and I'm very careful to stress that, are creating a, a lot of cause for concerns and, and a lot of divisions in society here in Israel and abroad. And just to remind listeners, there are over 60 different um, parts to the overhaul clause uh, uh, or, or the proposed judicial overhauls. It's not just one clause to vote on. There are, are many. Some are... Uh, ones that we see a lot of objection to, like the reasonableness law, like the override clause, and others it is pretty much agreed could do with some negotiations um, along the way, but uh, there are some that are raising serious, serious concerns. And this uh, idea of applying a standard of reasonableness, or I prefer to call it reasonability, sounds a little bit more grammatically correct, and we know a stickler for the grammar, uh, is one of those. Now, just a short while ago, uh, protest organizers uh, said that they will be going on a march from Tel Aviv, from Kaplan Street, now newly named Democracy Square, to Jerusalem and to the capital. They say this is going to take several days. They understand that, but they are prepared to do that. So let's take a look at what has been happening over the last, I'd say, about 12 hours. Protest started early this morning. Protesters gathering in the major cities, Haifa, Lod, Mudi'ir, uh, Ramle, Jerusalem, uh, Herzliya, Ranana. Uh, at least 19 people have been arrested during the course of the day. That's the last stats that we received from Israel police. 
And right now, many protesters are gathering at various trade stations. Some, like Tel Aviv HaShalom, are closed uh, because of the massive gathering of protesters. Hundreds have gathered at Herzliya station. Last week it was the airport. This week it is the uh, station. Earlier today, protests gathered outside the offices of the Histadwut, that's the labor union in uh, Tel Aviv, outside the Rabinut, that's the rabbinical court in Jerusalem. Huge, huge concerns about the possibility of the impact of these reforms on the status of women here in Israel. Uh, and some gathered outside uh, the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange. Really? Uh, to, can, yeah. can I ask you just on that? Uh, because the last time that things got superheated, uh, the history dirt kind of sort of st- hung back a little bit and then at the last minute sort of uh, organized a strike. Have, have we seen them joining the, the protest action again this time or are they still keeping stum for the moment? Well, that's a great question because the Histadrut for the moment are taking the approach. We prefer a, a situation where there, where there are negotiations uh, rather than calling for strikes. Uh, so that has been their, their, their stand uh, for the last two weeks. Now, having said that, there were some murmurings in the national broadcaster that's come earlier today that the Prime Minister is in negotiations to try and moderate the language in the reasonableness uh, uh, law. However, he has not included the opposition in this, which is bound to get people's backs up because I think the big issue here um, um, one that is stressed by both our President Isaac Herzog and National Unity Chair Benny Gantz is that we go to negotiations this is what the Instagram wants, what Benny Gantz wants and what the President uh, President Herzog So wants. let's talk about the President for a second because he's not in the country uh, I see that he has actually he's been going to the States which has caused a few wobbles amongst the uh, progressive caucus there. Uh, I, I see that he flies economy with a layover, which is very interesting, uh, and no blue light brigade for President Herzog, but he's going to be speaking uh, at Congress and he's uh, visiting the Boston Red Sox as well. Well, he's got quite a jam-packed uh, trip. This is our president, very, very much loved and respected here, a very modest man, hence the traveling economy, just like his predecessor, Reuven Rivlin. But he has just landed in Boston, warmly welcomed by Israel's ambassador to the United States. That's his brother, Michael Herzog. So we've got a whole gathering of Herzogs, Michael, President uh, Isaac, and the First Lady, uh, Michal, have landed. He will meet, he will travel on to uh, uh, Washington a little later where he will meet with a whole host of officials including President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, Speaker of the uh, House uh, Kevin McCarthy, former Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, Jewish leaders and of course tomorrow he will address uh, Congress which I'm sure you and I if, it, if it's done in time for, for the broadcast we will unpack some of the things that the President said. Yes he has caused the uh, 
a little bit of consternation amongst the squad who are saying they're going to boycott. But uh, how progressive can you be if you shut down the opportunity to hear somebody who you might disagree with? Maybe, just maybe, in his speech he will say something that uh, is a jump-off point for, for discussion. It's not very progressive in my opinion. There has just been a bill introduced a little earlier today by a member of Congress, um, a resolution This is uh, introduced by Representative August Pfluger. He says, Israel is our strongest partner in the Middle East, and recent member comments denigrating Israel are unacceptable and disgusting. My resolution lets every American know exactly where their representatives stand when it comes to supporting Israel and our Jewish communities. And the resolution I've actually got in front of me, it says, you know, a uh, concurrent resolution that the state of Israel is not a racist or apartheid state, that Congress rejects all forms of anti-Semitism and xenophobia, and that the United States will always be a staunch partner and supporter of Israel. So no, no. a huge, huge signal to Israel uh, from the U.S. Absolutely. And just before... The president departed. President Biden spoke to Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister, and uh, appealed to the prime minister to work for broad-based consensus. And then said, uh, "We will meet in. Um, we will have a meeting in the United States. We will talk about that soon." Now, Rolene, with one minute left, talking of warm welcomes, uh, there's been a serious warming of ties between Israel and Morocco because Israel has recognized Moroccan sovereignty over the Western Sahara, which is, funny enough, a huge issue uh, amongst the South Africans. Uh, so I, I'm fully expecting a condemnatory statement from Durko. But maybe just with one minute left, give us a sense about what that is all about. Well, uh, this is quite a monumental statement from uh, Israel, the King of Morocco, His Majesty uh, the King, yesterday saying that he received a letter from Prime Minister Netanyahu recognizing uh, sovereignty over Western Sahara. Um, yeah, well, Durko will issue a condemnation against Israel, you know, if it is a Wednesday, so nothing unexpected there. But also, uh, yesterday, the IDF chief of staff announced the first military attaché to Morocco. This is uh, uh, Colonel Sharon Yifrak. He's the head of the Home Front Command in Haifa, and he is of Moroccan descent. This is a historical moment. And to round up the hat trick of warming relations, we have... Um, a statement from Morocco that they will upgrade their liaison office. Are you paying attention, South Africa, from a liaison office in Israel to a fully functional embassy? Well, there you go. Uh, Rolling Marks bringing us our uh, Israel report.